back it's all about the consistency so we're gonna get right into it um we're gonna go to the for the culture news but before that i want to introduce my guests we got two dope comedians right here out of chicago uh lord dave and joy gamby welcome to the show how y'all feeling today i'm good i'm good I'm- i was letting her go first but i'm good though i'm great as well happy to be here happy to have you happy to have you um, all right, we're going to get into some news, right? So we always start off with uh, some For the Culture news, just because we like to, you know, let the people know what's going on. So uh, very first off, um, Tiffany Haddish, you know, a comedian. It's crazy that y'all are on today. And um, Tiffany Haddish had a rough, you know, rough little time, uh, got pulled over, got arrested for a DUI. So we send our love, our thoughts and our prayers over to her. Um, From what we've been reading so far, um, it's not alcohol. It was weed related. Right. Weed related. How do y'all feel about that? Should we be um, giving people DUIs for um, (laughs) driving on the weed? Bruh, if that was the case. My ass would not be here for this podcast. I'd be in prison somewhere. So no, I don't. I don't agree. I don't think it's. Uh, but I get it. You know, we got they got to enforce the law and shit. I get it. Right. But you know what I'm saying we need to look at the statistics on how many people have had car accidents. How? I just want to know the statistics first. That's all. So apparently she was. You know, she fell asleep at the wheel. Um. And I mean, <laughs> that is what it is. Uh, from from there's very little details that's come out about it, but what they were saying is she pretty much fell asleep and uh, she was just chilling at the red light. Yeah, that that like I said, my ass would be in 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 prison somewhere. I fell asleep at the wheel a couple times, but I was never high in that process. I was just tired as fuck. Right. Sorry. And that could, that could be a thing too. She could have just been tired. So I I guess time will tell. Um. Moving on. This is one <laughs> crazy thing. So this was just uh, reported from Billboard, right? Drake was the number one most streamed artist of 2021 in the U.S. with 8.6 billion on-demand streams. Uh, they're saying that one out of every 131 streams was a Drake song. I saw that. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's what do you feel about that, Joy? How you feel about Drake out here killing it? I feel like Brother Aubrey, ever since that miracle, you know, because he was in a wheelchair. Ever since that miracle, he's been living for the Lord in his private time. And God has been exalting him in person and, in you know, real life in the mainstream. Yes, so bro. I'm here for it because Drake, Drake be Draking. And he's so fine now. Oh, he's so fine. So to me, Drake does give the culture quality music. Um, that's to me. A lot of people don't like him. I don't like him. You don't like him? No, I think that he's a culture vulture. That's crazy. Because he's come to your mic a little bit more too, Joy. What'd you say? Um, come to your mic a little bit more. Is this better? Um, a little, or you might just have to talk up a little bit. You're you're kind of you're kind of low. Why? I know it's early. Okay. That's better. Yeah, so he, why do you think he's a culture vulture? Because he's from Canada? No. (laughs) Shout out to our Canadian listeners. No, because I feel like he doesn't have a sound. And I feel like he steals everybody's, every culture's sound. Yup. No, you're crazy. 
No, crazy. okay. So what is who, what is Drake's sound? Because one minute he's dance hall, right? The next minute he's doing bounce music. The next music he's doing Afro beats. But you know when you hear a Drake song though, like him and Forty, like when they make that that interlude sound. I'll send you some songs after. You be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's no. That's and I'm gonna Drake say sound. this is the sound that this is this person's sound. Drake no. bites. Drake, Drake bites his... everybody else's sound. But here's here's the thing, and we're not gonna make this a Drake podcast, okay. right? Because you know, y'all are Drake super fans. I yeah, can I'm, I'm I'm here, so I, I'm, I'm like, this, when I hear Drake slam, so what's up? When I hear Drake slander, I, I I feel I feel personal. I feel like it's not slander. It's okay. just he's not the goat like people try to make him out to be. No, he's second though. Second, that's I say crazy. second. I that's say crazy. Second. I say second. Uh, well, God's still so you, everybody's opinion, everybody's <laughs> entitled to an opinion, right? No less than third. All right, so just so I want to hear who's your number one then. Jay Z. Okay, at least I could respect that. I could respect that. Um, that's my number one. So as long as you got Drake underneath him. Yeah, but I mean Drake's still thirty five. So I mean like Drake will never catch it. It's, it's time. Like we got we we got time. If he wanted to catch minus minus and then we'll move on from Drake, right? Because <laughs> the Drake slander is gonna be real if I continue. But uh <laughs> minus so what 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 Drake albums minus take care and um why we minus and stuff nothing though. was listen minus stay with me okay. minus take care and nothing was the same which Drake albums have are classics and have that playback that you can just go back and play it back every single day uh I mean I don't listen to nobody album every single day but if I had to choose one and I was arguing with somebody about this the other day I would say views oh my god views was not Classic you, controller, one dance, hotline bling, feel no ways, fire yeah, and desire. He was still pretending like he was dead. Uh, but, but it's good music though. Biting, I mean, but it was biting. That's what you I can mean. Listen to, you can listen to Jay Z album, the volume one. That didn't sound like Jay Z. Yes, it does. No, it no, it does. Yes, not. it does. Jay Z's progressed. <laughs> no, Drake, it does. The thing is, Drake doesn't progress. He just takes somebody else's sound. Volume one sounds nothing like Jay Z, and I'm swinging oh, my son's uh, changing pad in my hand because I'm oh my angry. You know what? We well, he's a go, wonderful thief. We just gonna go on. We won't agree. That's Robin Hood, right? Um, shout out to the culture vulture. Uh, we're moving <laughs> on. <laughs> We're moving on. This is really cool news right here. I think you guys will respect it. Um, Quinta, Quinta, how do you say her name? Quinta, mm -hmm. Quinta Brunson. She just um, dropped her brand new series on ABC. You know, if you are ABC and a black person, you're doing something right because ABC usually is, you know, the neighbors. Mm -hmm. um, but <laughs> she just released her brand new show. Abbott Elementary. Have you guys been able to check it out yet? Yeah, I see. How y'all feel about it? Y'all respect the show so far? Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, it's not uh, like a lot of shows and shit. It's hard. I'm I'm gonna peel the cursing back. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> a lot of shows uh, that be on TV now. Like I don't really like watching current television because it's mm -hmm. too it's too woke and too. Uh, a lot of propaganda agendas and a lot of you know social media words that go into the shows and stuff. So I just like I rather watch shows from 
2000. Like, I've been rewatching right. The Wire and, and Sopranos and stuff like that. Like, just old shows. But the show is good, though. I like the show. It's, it, it reminds me of, like, um, it's the same type of um, show. Like, it's a comedy, but it's like those comedies like The Office, mm-hmm. um, Community, mm-hmm. uh, Parks and Recs. is giving that type of vibe, but with, with Black people. And shout out, they got uh, they got my girl from uh, from Moesha in there, so that that makes me happy. Yep. And um, Tyler James Williams from uh, Everybody Hates Chris too. His name is Everybody Hates Chris. That's his name. Well, yeah, y'all check that out. It's on ABC. <laughs> it's on Hulu. You can stream it on Hulu. All of those. Uh, we love to see things that are for the culture, right? All right. So we're that has been for the culture news. Thank you. Uh, We're going to take a real quick break and then we will be back and we're going to get into this interview. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, we are back. We are back. I'm here with Lord Dave and Joy Gamby. All right, this is two comedians out of Chicago. Um, I'm saying that they're going to be like the next, you know, the next big comedians out of Chicago. If y'all don't know Chicago, we have some of the greats. Like when you talk about the greats, we got some of the greats. We got we got Bernie Mac to start off with, right? Thanks. Mm-hmm. We got, um, you know, we got uh, Chris Red off of uh, Saturday Night Live. We mm-hmm. got Cicely Strong off of Saturday Night Live. We got Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. We got the Belushis. We got Hannibal Burris. Um, we got Lil Rel. Who am I missing? I feel De- like I'm Deion missing. Cole. Deion Cole. Yeah. Um, Damon uh, Williams. Yep. Um, whole bunch oh, of dude, oh, light skin boy. Um, DeRay, DeRay Davis. You got Corey Bell, Just yep. Leash. You got Corey Holcomb. You got Corey Holcomb. Yeah, it's a whole bunch. We got us, baby. You got, and you us. got <laughs> We got y'all. We got y'all. So, uh, I just want to start off with saying, um, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, and then I'm just gonna, we're just gonna talk. Um, this episode, y'all, is called. Uh, Def Jam and the Dozens, all right? Def Jam and the Dozens, because obviously Def Jam has been a really important part of, um, you know, Black culture. Um, and then obviously the Dozens, listen, growing up as a Black kid, if you don't know how to play the Dozens, you're going to have a tough time. You're going to have a tough time. Um, so how did you all get started in comedy? That's my first question. Sure. So... Um, stand-up comedy, I got started, um, I was on Clubhouse, everybody was on Clubhouse in, like, 2022, because we was all bored, we thought we was fun to die, so we wanted to meet as many people as we could, and I'm on Clubhouse, now, mind you, I was already a comedian, I wasn't a stand-up comedian. Get closer to the mic, Joy, get closer to the mic. Is this better? Yes, stay right there. I feel like uh, Charlamagne when he'd be telling the guests to get closer to the mic. <laughs> I was already, so 2022, everybody thought we was going to die, zombie apocalypse time. 
Um, I was already a comedian. I was already acting. I've been acting my whole entire life, giving speeches. I did a lot of stuff at my church. Um, shout out to church. Um, and I was on Clubhouse, and I got in contact with a whole bunch of other comedians that happened to do stand up. Um, and then one day, um, who some somebody who's my mentor in comedy right now. Um, she reached out to me and she told me to come up to Laugh Factory, Corey Bell, comedian Corey Bell. I love her so much. She told me to come up to Laugh Factory. I came up to Laugh Factory, hung out with her because she was doing the entire day, 730, 930, uh, 1130 show. I hung out with her and she told me, hey, start hitting these mics, start doing this and start doing that. I had dreams about me doing it. And then I just started pursuing comedy super tough. Um, and my first start, my first day in comedy for real, for real is May 4th, 2021. May 4th, 2021. Wow. So you've only been doing it like a little over a year, not even a year. Um, not even a year. I'm in nine months right now in January. I'm in nine months of doing stand-up comedy. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's Thank a baby you. right there. Nine months. Oh yeah. They, they, they made sure to let me know too. What about you, Dave? How long have you been doing this? Uh, so my first time going on stage to do comedy was April 2019, right? April 2019. Uh, prior to that, like, I wouldn't say, like, I was in comedy, but I've always been a comedian, right? Like, just in, just throughout life. Like, I've always been trying to make people laugh and shit. But I've done skits before, like me and some homies, we had like a, a sketch show on YouTube like years ago uh, before, you know, niggas fall out. So shows don't last long. <laughs> but uh, Shout out to them, though. It's all love. Uh, but April 2019, one of my homegirls, uh, she was going to like some open mics doing some comedy. Uh, and I'm like, yo, I just want to, you know, come with you just to watch. Like I wasn't thinking about why are you biting me? Hold on, my cat just started biting me and shit. But excuse me. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So I'm like, I want to come watch you. She was like, if you come, you got to get on stage. And I was like, all right, fuck it. So I took like a week just to write some shit, wow. and I went up. It was at a place called the Mozart. It was like a bar on the north side of Chicago. So I went and did that shit, and and that was it. That was it pretty much. From there, I was like, all right, this is. I know I can do this. Like it's quote unquote hard, but it's not that hard. Like if you're funny, I don't think it's that hard. Mm. Key word: if you're funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you're for funny. Real. If you're funny. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, um, and this question is for the both of y'all. Um, who are y'all's some of y'all's inspirations when it comes to uh, comedy? Um. So, mom's mainly. Mm. Oh wow, oh you God. went way back. I way back. It. Yeah, because I feel like mother crawled so we can walk and mm -hmm. run. That's love. Um, and I just have to and she was such a phenomenal storyteller. Like we we love okay, so like after her, I have like Richard Pryor. Mm -hmm. Um, after that, um Miss Pat. Okay. She's new to a lot of people, but not to me. Miss Pat. Pat show. Love the Miss Pat show. Love the Miss Pat show. Um, we got Miss Pat, Monique. I'm mm -hmm. so sorry, but Monique will always be my I stand. 
Um, who you else? ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. Hello, my loves. <laughs> sweet, my babies. Sweet, my babies. babies. Sweet babies. Um, any gentlemen? Uh, well, I already said Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. Um, modern day, he's not super mainstream, but his name is Famo, comedian Famo, and also comedian Mike Samp. Super hilarious, and comedian Big L. Big L just did a um a commercial with the uh the lottery, the Mega Lottery people. Super okay. funny cat, storyteller. Um, outside of stand up, can I mention a couple people special mentions outside of stand up? <laughs> yeah, you can mention some special mentions. So I really enjoy um, what is her name? Um, not what is her name? Loretta Divine is super funny to me. Oh, that's oh my, my that's God. my girl. Yeah. Love, listen, she's that's everybody's it. mama. Everybody, yeah. Loretta Divine. I also have to mention Whoopi Goldberg. Yes, legend. Um, and last but not least, someone who helped me pattern like, like seeing myself, Raven Simone. Mm. Raven Simone is extremely funny to me. That's my um, first TV crush. I ain't gonna lie. So Raven Simone, I don't think she gets just because of, I think it's because of all of this other stuff with her, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That she doesn't get the respect that she deserves, but what Raven was doing with um, that's so Raven with her character work and all of that classic, classic, Next classic. Year, like, yeah. and I wouldn't say I, I don't know if I'll put it in the same category, but it's very much alike to uh, akin to what Eddie was doing and what Martin was doing with playing right. those multiple characters, with even what like Marlon was doing at one point. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Uh, Raven. Okay, I like that. I like your list. I especially like that. Um, I like that you put so many women on the list, right? Oh, yeah. And I love how you um you shouted out Loretta Divine. Loretta Divine is one of the best. Like, she's just anything that she does. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Can we talk about before we go to Dave's answer? Can we talk about how important? Um, because we're talking about comedy and black comedy and comedy for the culture and all of that. Can we talk about how? Important, important. Um, the Carmichael show was. Oh, oh yeah. My shit. Like the car. I might go back and start watching it today on Netflix because, like, so you had Gerard Carmichael, who is one of the most brilliant comedians mm-hmm. out here. Like, he's not gonna make you like knee slap, ha 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 ha. But his like comedy is very intelligent. It's like kind of like Dave Chappelle comedy, very um Louis C.K. comedy. Really makes you think, right? Um, so you had him as the showrunner. You had um, Loretta Devine. You had the goat, one of the goats, David Allen Greer. Facts. You had um, you had uh, Lil Rel. Mm-hmm. Yes. You had yes. Tiffany Haddish. Mm-hmm. Like that show was crazy. And yeah. then, I mean, you had old girl too, Amber Stevens. But I mean, whatever. That's um, the girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> girl. <laughs> who she played the same character in another show. With Damon Wayans Jr., it was like the same as that, the same as that character. Mm. But um, but yeah, the Carmichael show is was a very very underrated show. Facts. All right, we on you, Dave. Who are your some of your inspirations? Uh, well, I'll piggyback off of what you just said about Gerard Carmichael. He's one of them. He's not the most, but stylistically, um, I I not try to you know patent myself after him but 
I get a lot of inspiration from him stylistically. Um, you know, if you've seen me perform or like post that I've made or whatever, like I'm not high energy or, or antics, nothing like that. Like I just talk. Um, I noticed that you're a storyteller. Yeah, I just talk. I don't have the the high energy and shit. That's just not who I am. It's never been who I am. Uh, so Gerard Carmichael, um, him, let's see, who else? Like legend wise, uh, Cat Williams was the was the first comedian that I saw where I was like conscious enough to like understand what they were saying, at least to a point. Like when Cat Williams when he was dropping like his first specials like Pimp Chronicles and all that, like I was maybe <laughs> twelve or something like that. That was that fresh part. <sighs> you feel me? With the green jacket, the green velvet jacket. Tell me that my hair's not luxurious. Luxurious. <laughs> so cat Cat was one that was like the first one that I was like, I knew the special word for word. Like me and my homies would go watch it and just be cracking up day in, day out, watching it over and over again. So Cat Williams, uh, Dave Chappelle, of course, I get a lot of inspiration from him stylistically as well. Uh, who else? Of course, Richard Pryor. Uh, today, uh, it's a comedian named Andrew Schultz. Mm -hmm. uh, that'll be the only white guy I have on my list. Um, he, he, he's just, he's hilarious. Like I've always loved him. Like I found him years ago and like now he's finally taken off, like hitting like a real stride and like, you know, doing his thing. And like from a business standpoint, he's like the, f the first comedian that I saw do like a, like a DIY type of business as far as like their comedy go. Like and really saw like the background and you know like the behind the scenes work and building your own brand as a comedian online uh so andrew schultz who does say i said gerard carmichael cat williams uh dave chappelle andrew schultz uh i throw chris rock in there too just gonna throw i'll chris throw chris rock in there too just to to wrap my list up chris rock probably third if i had to rank rank all of them chris rock would uh -huh. probably be third on my list so uh -huh. yeah that's my list richard Pryor in there too and, and uh dion cole dion cole, cole okay. i mean i forget dion cole oh yeah for sure you brought up kevin i mean you brought up kevin. oh wait 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 thank you kevin hart okay i'm thank glad you. you brought that right i was about to say up? can i have a, a, a add-on to just just two yes okay so i'm so sorry but Issa ray is like my heart right now but is she a comedian because right now i'm talking about stand up we're like we're talking about stand up oh no you you know how i did my my little other little list oh she's like on your loretta divine yes yes Issa, and then my stand up i have to mention comedian Corey bell comedian mo good and comedian jess niche you better shout out your people i'm so sorry because here's the thing Chicago, we breed monsters, and even Thanks. though everybody don't make it to mainstream, and the thing is, just Nisha Corey Bell have they're on HBO, Stars, Comedy Central, they've done it all, they travel with these people. But Chicago, we have so many monsters. Thanks. Speaking of Chicago monsters, before I ask, ask this next question, <clears throat> um, because I would be remiss if I didn't mention him, we forgot to mention the late great Robin Harris. Fact. Oh, yeah. Robin Harris was a beast, and he had a short time to be a beast because he passed away at 36. Yeah. Um, 
but like iconic roles. Shout out to Bebe's kids, baby. Shout out mm. to kids. I have an idea for a Bebe's kids musical. I think that would be oh. <laughs> please put me in it. He's a musical. <laughs> yeah, a Bebe's kid musical. I think that could be really fun. <laughs> the Bebe's. <laughs> so we got um, so I want to talk about the best run, right? Mm -hmm. Um, as far as comedy specials. Mm. And um, who had the best run? Was it Eddie Murphy with his first like two specials? Um, with Raw and Delirious because nobody mentioned Eddie Murphy, which was kind of surprised. It was kind of surprising. Um, was, I love it Eddie Cat, Murphy. was it Cat Williams or was it Kevin Hart's? Because those three had like their initial runs for specials, broke mm. records, um, and they were just they were just beasts. So are we talking? Consistently great, or are we yes. talking consistently okay. great? And we're just talking about those first like two, three comedy specials. Yeah, first two, three comedy specials. Oh, y'all gonna fight me on it? Okay, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. go ahead, go ahead. But I think I'm gonna have to say Kevin. Ooh. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm forcing myself. It's between him and Eddie. Okay. Eddie immediately came up because Eddie is a classic. <laughs> Like yeah. I've been in comedy classes and we refer to delirious. Mm -hmm. You so, hear you you say delirious lines as if it's a Friday movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like delirious, but you also do the same thing with Kevin Hart. People like forget that. she ain't People got no that. nipples. Like I remember that era mm -hmm. where his first three, yeah. The them first three comedies, those were he he dogged us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, nice. uh, that's classic Kevin. I'm not too fond of him now as far as his comedy specials. Um, but like those first couple of comedy, but I feel like that's with a lot of them because even Cat Williams, after those first couple of comedy specials, it was like, eh. so I feel like when you are in a place like they went and like at the height of the mountain, I feel like it's kind of hard to keep that momentum going with the more and more comedy specials that you do. And that's why you got to shift. That's why yeah. Eddie, you know, shifted to the movies and started killing the movies. Um, same with Kevin Hart. He shifted to the movies and he's doing his thing. Cat mm -hmm. Williams shifted to the pipe. I'm joking. But, oh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay. I respect that. Kevin, I can respect that answer. I would say, uh, okay. So, like how you were saying, like the first, like they first specials or whatever. Mm -hmm. If we going off of the first specials, it would have to be Eddie Murphy, right? Mm -hmm. I think it would have to be. And I think uh, George said Kevin Hart. That's a great answer. Like people disrespect Kevin Hart a lot, and I don't really like it because, like, <laughs> I, I remember, really like, when Kevin Hart first like was dropping specials. I was like around like 16, 17, like I was starting to like work jobs and, and whatever. Like I remember working at McDonald's on 87th and Kesey and uh, the manager couldn't stand her ass. But she would always be like, all right, all right, all right. Yes. You go learn today, all that shit. I'm just like, I wish she would shut the fuck up. But, <laughs> but I just remember like even in high school and just going through the hallways, like lunchroom, like those quotes were all over the place they were mm -hmm. everywhere you know people couldn't stop saying them um but i think eddie murphy would have to be that answer but second you didn't mention them would be uh martin 
Oh my God, he's so crazy. Martin and then Martin in the nineties, it, it it don't really get much bigger than that, other than Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Martin's uh, one of the goats. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, in the nineties, they don't they don't even from Def Jam to Martin to the movies to his specials, like it don't really get no bigger than Martin in the nineties. So um, who's on who's on your uh who's on your um I'm glad you brought that up. So and then we're gonna I'm gonna ask this, then we're gonna go to one more break, then we're gonna come back. We're going to play this game that we do uh, on Popular Black Opinion. Uh, <laughs> today's Unpopular Black Opinion is going to be comedy related. But before okay. we go to that, I want to ask y'all, and I'll tell y'all mine after, um, who's on your Mount Rushmore? Because just because somebody, because I understand like your inspirations might not be your Mount Rushmore at the same time, if you know what I'm saying. So who's on your comedy Mount Rushmore? Go, Dave. You want me to go? Okay. Uh, so my my list would be like mostly my favorite Twitter because comedy is subjective. So like just because you might say uh, somebody might say George Carlin is on they they Mount Rushmore. I think George Carlin is amazing and like just great or whatever. But he's not gonna be on my list. No, you know what I'm saying. He's not gonna make it to my list. And that's nothing. That's no shot at him. Rest in peace. Uh, but he okay. did. He he, an old ass white dude. Yeah, he he died, died a long time ago. Oh, I ain't gonna say a long time ago, but oh, no, he, been, <clears throat> he done went to glory right, or, or wherever. <laughs> they you know, we, don't know, we don't know. We don't know where he went. <laughs> we don't know where he went. But, <laughs> so my my Mount Rushmore, no order. Uh, Chappelle, Cat, uh, mm. Kev, uh, number four. That's always the hard one. Uh, who I say? Chappelle, Kev, Cat. And number four, hmm, Richard Pryor. Okay. Yeah, Richard Pryor. That's the he 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 the goat of all of this. You know what I'm saying he he liked the he's the goat goat. He liked the you know what I'm saying he liked the Kareem in basketball. Like Jordan's better, but like as far as like just. But Jordan ain't Le- but Jordan ain't LeBron. So not even close. You know, every <laughs> time that's the theme of this show. Um, not I even always close. get my I- He ain't even close. <laughs> what about you, Joy? Who's on Joy? Who's on your um list? Your Mount Rushmore. Ooh, my stand-up comedy Mount Mount Rushmore. Um Wow, 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 wow. I, I thought I would have this together by now. <laughs> um, my stand up comedy, Mount Rushmore. Monique, for sure. Yeah. Monique, for sure, for me. Um, wow, this is, this is so difficult because there's so <laughs> many people that I admire. Um, so, Monique. I'm sorry, some more. I have to put some more up there. Yeah. Like Mount Rushmore, Monique, some more. Um, Mom's Mabley, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, and then my fourth one. Ooh, this is so hard. How you feel about Adele Givens? I don't want to cut you off. But. I love Adele Givens, but... I love Adele Givens. I'll say that. All the queens of comedy, I admire. I adore them. Um, but as it pertains to me, uh-huh. my capturing... Um, I, yeah, I, especially older Adele, queens of comedy Adele. Right. 
we really don't know what Adele is up to now, if you will, mm-hmm. um, mainstream wise, like right. outside of it, I don't know if she does room where she lives at. I don't know that a residency. I don't mm-hmm. know if she's still working, but old school Adele was amazing. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to give it to Martin Lawrence. Yes, Shout out to to Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Okay. We got two of the same ones, Jordan. We got two of the same ones. Um, so I got Chappelle, um, just a beast with it. I got Eddie. You can't for me. You can't. You can't have a list. You can't have a Mount Rushmore without Eddie. Um, I got Marty Marr. Yeah. And I got my girl Monique. Once yeah. again, Monique don't get her flowers like she should. Oh. People will be acting like Monique wasn't funny and all of that. And like I don't like. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. All right, y'all. So we're going to be back. Uh, This is Conversation for the Culture. We're going to take another break, and then we'll be back with uh, Unpopular Opinion. And then we're going to go to wrap it up. We're talking about some of the greatest um, Black comedy movies and Black sitcoms. So we'll be back right after this. We gonna get right back to the conversation, but before we do, I need you to go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash it's Michael B. That's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash it's Michael B. Check it out. As you know, I'm a content creator, podcaster, TikToker, YouTuber, all of the above. If you want to support the work that I'm doing, if you want to support the content, if you want to donate to the show, if you want to give to the cause, just go to that website and throw a coffee my way, throw a couple dollars my way and check it out. When you do that, it allows us to grow this show. It allows us to grow our YouTube. It allows us to grow the other platforms so we can continue to give you the best conversations that we can. Speaking of conversations... Let's get back to it. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Conversations for the Culture. I'm your host, Michael Butler. I'm here with Lord Dave and Joy. We're going to go and we're going to play a round of Black Unpopular Opinion. What Black Unpopular Opinion is, basically, it's, you know, we talk about an opinion that we might have that might be unpopular within the Black community. And the way that we're going to do it this time is it's going to be specific to Black comedy, Black sitcoms, and then Black comedy movies. So I need y'all to think about um, and to give me what is a Black unpopular opinion that you have? Hmm. Go, Dave. (laughs) Trying to think. Uh, As far as comedy go, a Black unpopular opinion. Uh, Fresh Prince is overrated. Okay. Yes, cooking. We out the gate swinging. Unpopular. Why did you say that? Cause, like, okay, it's overrated in comparison to Martin because that's what it's mostly compared to. Like people like, oh, Fresh Prince is better than Martin. Fresh, and, and it's not even close. Okay, like people say that, but it's never about the comedy. Yes. It's, it's the, never about the it's about the drama. Hey, my daddy didn't want me. I don't want to see that. Oh my god, I love this. Why he don't love me? Like, I, if I want to watch a drama, I do that. I'm gonna yo. We're like we. You see me, I see you because I got one that's gonna. We're going to you, Joy. But since mine is so close to his, go right, for it. No, the Jamie Foxx show is better than Fresh Prince. I'm with you. That's mine. <laughs> I'm with you. When we talk about the best black sitcoms, no one ever mentions Jamie Foxx show, which really bothers me. I'm like, with you. 
it was such a good show. Mm-hmm. Such a good show. Yeah. Um, Fresh Prince to me is definitely overrated. Um, I love what Will did with the show, right? And it has, you know, it's it definitely has the you know the cultural references, and it's like it's important to the culture. But as far as funny, ha ha, he he, hmm. not. I feel it's the same a- way about the um. I feel the same way about the Cosby Show. I could see that. Like the Cosby Show, you don't like that one. <laughs> I think the Cosby Show was good because of the black excellence of the Cosby Show. Yeah. Love to see the black excellence. Love to see you know us being successful. The lawyer, the doctor, the kids are successful. But as far as like, and maybe it's just now it just doesn't do like if I I can't go back and watch the Cosby Show and just I don't really laugh. I'm just like. Is it because of all the stuff no. with Cosby? No, because I can separate Cosby from Dr. Huxtable. It's not like R. Kelly, where R. Kelly is singing about the stuff that he was doing, right? <laughs> I, I, right. I, I can separate <clears throat> Dr. Huxtable from Bill Cosby. Cool. But I don't know. It's just not. <clears throat> it's like corny funny. I get you. Which Fresh Prince is kind of corny funny. No, it's definitely corny funny. <laughs> <laughs> the people are not going to like this. What about what about you, Joy? What is your black unpopular opinion? I'm so woo. Y'all just threw me. Mm, you didn't like, like that. the Fresh Prince one, did you? Didn't like that. Woo. Okay. And and people, listen. I love them. I love them. But we mm-hmm. really could have stopped at Scary Movie Two. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know if that's unpopular. I think that I think that's a general consensus right there okay well here's here's the thing and i'm not uh why are you steady biting me here's the thing um and i don't know if a lot of people know this or not but i was listening to marlon interview on kevin hart podcast um and he was saying after the second one the wayans didn't actually have anything to do with it Mm -hmm. they they the weinstein uh company harvey weinstein with his creep ass they uh they took scary movie away from them basically so all the extra three four five uh superhero movie and all the extra shits you could even look at it and tell that the wayans had nothing to do with it and aside from that they just simply not in it like (laughs) charlie sheen in it charlie sheen and and shit and you know but yeah so no we 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 rocking with you with that (laughs) yeah we rock with you with that but can i take it one step further I take it one step further. Yeah, let's with the, go. With the Fresh Prince slander, because I know Joy don't Ooh. like that. Just because I like to push buttons just a little bit. Um, that's just my nature. Um, I don't even think Fresh Prince top five. Ooh. I don't Ooh. have Fresh Prince top five. As far as, as like, it pertains to comedy, I agree. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that the Jamie Foxx show <laughs> is better than Fresh Prince. It is. I could, I could, uh, okay. I could see. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, uh, it's not like a wash. No, it's not a wash. You know what I'm saying? So I see, I, I could see why you would say it's not like LeBron right. versus Michael, but it's definitely <laughs> goat talk, goat talk. But it's definitely it, that's my opinion, though. You know, and it's cool. We're all entitled to ours. But since we're on the topic of black sitcoms, what are some of our favorite um, black sitcoms? Living single. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Living single. The Parkers. Yes. Okay. 
Yes. Um, as of this, well, last year, the Miss Pat show. Okay. Um, this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I like good times. Right? <laughs> okay. I hate. I hate. <laughs> oh my God, we enjoy. Me and Jill talk about this all the time. I hate the good times. That's funny. It is such a. It's giving. Slavery is <laughs> uh, given struggle, is given I can do bad all by myself. <laughs> That's oh my god, I hate that show. What about what's happening? <laughs> I like that. Okay, you, but you, the good times is just so just not uh, good times, especially <laughs> with JJ. And it's just like, so you didn't like, damn, damn, damn. No. The good times is something that I feel like obviously is way before his time, but I feel like. The good times is something that Tyler Perry was right. <laughs> Ooh, help us, oh God. That's funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Perry, do we like any of his comedies? Um in two thousand the mid two thousands, like when he first was doing his thing, um with the uh House of House Pain, of Pain mm-hmm. House of Pain and Meet the Brown, like the TV shows, I watched them front to back. I like the House of Pain, Meet the Browns not so much. It, it, Meet the Browns. If House of Pain is uh, a ten on the list, Meet the Browns would be like a, a seven or a six and a half or something like that. I still enjoyed it, uh, but you know, yeah, it's levels. It's crazy. Tyler Perry is like my, not my kryptonite, but <laughs> it's like yeah. I honor this man in so many ways. But at the same time, I'm not blind to what mm-hmm. needs to be corrected. If anything, yeah. right? So I don't look at him as God, absolutely, because right. that's Jesus. It's a uh, place God. in my life, Amen. <laughs> but I, if, of course, I enjoy Meet the Browns. I enjoy House of Pain. Now, Whew. I am a BT Plus consumer, so I do like Bruh. It's a little slow to me, and of course, I watch it because our very own Barry, um, who's from who's a comedian from Chicago, he's on Bruh. Um, but sisters, yes, Barry Brewer, yeah, amazing, yeah, great guy. He was just on, um, he died, but he was on Games People Play. Oh, don't say that his character died. I'm like, what? Right, no, I'm saying, yeah, I said, why he went to glory? Illuminati called him trying to expose them, and yeah, they took him right on out of here. This show get deep, his character. But now it's it's but it's like bruh and sisters. Sisters are I those have, comedies? I think so. They funny. Yeah, they're comedies. So they're, they're comedies. in the same like the same scope of like insecure type comedy. Um um Atlanta, which took a seven year break for some reason. <laughs> um like those type of comedies. I would say yes, but a step further. Okay. Like it's clear it's supposed to be funny. Got you. Yeah. Got you. What do we feel about the boondocks? Because you can't talk about black comedy <laughs> boondocks. Classic. But wait, wait, and wait. What was the, the question before that? We didn't get to mine. I forgot. I didn't. I forgot oh yeah, your um favorite black sitcoms. Favorite black, right? Favorite black sitcoms. So we doing what? Four, five. Yeah. Five. Okay. So Martin number one. Like yes. easy. Not even close. Uh, the rest of these I'm not gonna put in order. Um, the Wayans Brothers. Yes. Uh, that was my everyday after school, three o'clock. 
to four o'clock on BET before Rap City came on. Um, God, yes. You know what I'm saying? You got you had to be there, right? So, Wayans Brothers, uh, everybody hates Chris. I love that show. Uh, Ooh, my man. Love, that's when we like. That's when we rock with Terry Crews. <sighs> Yeah. Who who would have known, right? Who would have thought? <laughs> who would who would have known? Damon and Julius, who would have known we would we would fall this far? But uh I say everybody hates Chris. Uh I, I want to put the Carmichael show in there, but I feel like it wasn't long enough. Yeah, they did uh, them dirty. Yeah, they did them dirty. Uh so well, I'll make that an honorable mention one. Um what else? What else? What else? Ooh, uh what did we say? Jamie Foxx, uh the Parkers is probably third yes, on my sir. list. Parkers probably third on my list. Kim and Nikki, they 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 need more uh more acknowledgement and more respect for the Parkers because that Parkers shit was better than Moesha. It was. We all it talk was. And was. It was, but um, I want to say the the writing was a little was a little different. I think Moesha yeah. was more Serious. drama based. Yes. Uh, and the Parkers was just like you know, these people crazy. <laughs> like, Mama killed him. Mama killed him. Oh my him. god! Him. <laughs> I was watching that the other day. Like that's the the Parkers, and uh, we said Jamie Foxx, Lance Brothers, Fresh Prince probably like ninth on my list. If if oh, I just keep yeah, they're out. gonna be so mad. <laughs> it's okay. Shout out to Will Smith, but he oh was, my god, he was the only funny character on the show. You didn't mm. think Carlton was funny? No. I was gonna say Carlton will bless me. I don't think Carlton's funny. Uh I mean I think he's uh like the character was corny funny, but like I, I'm cool without it. Like if I'm watching Martin, like Pam is hilarious. Like is. Cole, like I don't think uh what's his name again? Uh Carlton is hilarious. Okay, like, I got you. No, I agree. Okay, that makes sense. I'm with you when you write. Like, I, I agree. He's hilarious. Pam, Tommy, like all of them, and then Martin added ten more characters by himself. That was just funny. So oh, like, genius. It just ain't, it isn't even fair. Tashina exactly. Arnold is a beast. A oh, legend. and also uh, my wife and kids. People don't talk about that a lot, but I okay. enjoy that show. I mean, shout out to Damon. Shout mm -hmm. out to Damon. We love to see it. Okay, I respect those answers, and we're gonna wrap it up with movies. Some of our favorite black comedy movies. Um, I gotta start off with Friday. Friday is, is the greatest is, trilogy yeah. in cinema history. Okay, the Ooh. greatest trilogy in cinema history. I don't I, not not comedy, right? You said overall trilogy, not black movies. Greatest trilogy. And and comedy history, all the can careers. I be honest, though? Go ahead, go ahead. Can I can I give an unpopular opinion? You finna okay? Come on, come on. Go ahead. I've got to say, come on. No, I agree with you, but I could have done without Mike Epps. I don't think Mike Epps is that <sighs> movie wise. Mike Epps, I will give it to you. He can do something. He could do something. Day Day though. Yeah, Day Day is a good character, but Mike Epps as a whole, I don't think Mike Epps is funny. Dude, Mike Epps makes me. <laughs> I would weak. not go to a Mike Epps um, comedy show. That's fair. He makes you laugh in movies. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fair. I think some people are better uh, comedic actors mm -hmm. than stand-up comedians. And that, that's... Will Smith is a good comedic actor. Mm -hmm. But you wouldn't go to watch Will Smith do stand-up. No, nah, he's not a stand-up at all. Oh, I don't even know if he ever tried. I'd say the yeah. same about Chris Tucker. So. 
but Chris Tucker definitely tried it. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but Chris Tucker, we can't, we can't, we can't do that because Chris Tucker, comedic acting wise, one of the Legend. best. One of the best. Easy. Rush Hour Friday Money Talks. Easy. Even his role in the Fifth Element. <laughs> Was yeah, wild. but yeah, Friday is the greatest trilogy in I cinema agree. in cinema history. One, two, and three. Friday. It's too, it's too, it's too much. John Witherspoon, rest his soul, Man. is is probably top three greatest comedic actors. Yes, oh like, for sure. I mean, role as pops alone. You gotta coordinate. <laughs> got coordinate. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> I don't whip. I, I ain't whip. I... Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, John Witherspoon, man. Legend. He said, I was Legend. walking, I told that dog, don't bite my ass, dog. <laughs> oh, we talk about, since we're talking about John Witherspoon, what about um Harlem Knights? Oh, for sure. Classics. Classics. Yeah. Classics. I told Martin, uh, Martin, Eddie. Eddie has some classic movies. Boomerang. Eddie, I think Eddie might be a, Eddie might be like I was saying, Kareem is like the Richard Pryor. I think Eddie Murphy might be like the Michael Jordan, right? Okay. Like, of course, they was at the same time as well in the '80s um, and the '90s too. But like, he's just too great to yeah. even like quantify. Oh, you know what other um, TV show? Oh, I can't even think of it. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> we never touched on Boondocks, but maybe we could do that at the end. Okay, we can talk about Boondocks. And Aaron McGruder, uh, people don't respect him enough. He, he doesn't get his flowers. Aaron McGruder is a genius. And he's from Chicago. He's and he's from Chicago. That man, first of all, Boondocks was, to me, Boondocks is the epitome of what comedy really is. I'm with you. When we get on stage, well, when I get on stage, my goal is to start conversations. Uh -huh. Now, even though it's raunchy, and it to me it's not super raunchy, uh -huh. but it's daring. It's the type of comedy that not only makes you laugh, but makes you want to bring this topic up at the dinner table. Uh -huh. You can bring it up at the family reunion. It, certain topics you can bring it up in pillow talk. The way he addressed this stuff and allowed for our mm -hmm. conscience to be heard. Uh -huh. Like, you know, you will observe something and you will think it, you will think a certain thing, but uh, we we kind of tailor what comes out of our mouth. That man did not tailor himself. Mm -hmm. Um, and to a certain extent he did, but he didn't. And he gave multiple perspectives. Like, let's take the R. Kelly trial, <laughs> right? You One got the, the people that's in support of him, of in support of R. Kelly, but you also got the other people that's angry at him. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, we didn't see that there were representation of both. And mm -hmm. he showed the middleman. Well, I don't know what to think. The new famous. I'm Dick riding Obama. <laughs> like Too that funny. was so real because I mean, especially being from Chicago, we seen it. Like yeah, being negative about Obama in front of black people, they be like, what? <laughs> Don't you dare talk about Obama. <laughs> black Jesus, boy. That is black Jesus to people. Crazy. I mean, it's a it's a picture of it's a picture of Jesus, white <laughs> Jesus. Some white some Jesus. people don't crossed over to black Jesus. Praise Martin God. Luther King and now Barack Obama. 
Facts. I've seen pictures like that. No, I seen a picture of one time, and I was like, "What he do to get on there?" It was <laughs> Malcolm X, <laughs> Dr. King, and Obama was in the middle. That's craziness. And I said, "Wait, why y'all put him up there?" They're like, "Like he marched." <laughs> <laughs> when he marched, <laughs> show me. Show oh me. my god, that is hilarious. Boondocks, Boondocks was also like at that same time, like I was saying, Cat Williams was like sparking my interest and stuff mm -hmm. like that, like. At the same age, 11, 12 years old. So, Boondocks. His name Slipback. I think Boondocks is the second greatest, like, cartoon sketch show beside, after South Park. Okay, got you. After got South you. Park. South Park oh, is, uh, South, South Park is, uh, <laughs> it's, it's too much. It's, it's too much. And they've been doing it for too long. I don't care about Family Guy. I never have. Um, no. But South Park and the Boondocks, it's too much. Boondocks and Proud Family for me. Oh, true that. Proud Family. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to consider that a social commentary uh, cartoon. Um, but Bobby, you can't go wrong with Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Bobby. That's the... <laughs> that was Cedric, right? Help me, mama. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Cedric, we got to give love to Cedric. Lots of Yannicka Boulevard. The whole, the whole, the whole crew. It's 15 Cent. Listen, was a Kelly y'all? I remember what I was gonna bring up. Um, a sick, a black sitcom, and we're gonna close out soon. But a black sitcom that was, I think, people forgot how funny it was just because of the hard hitting issues that they talked about. But a different world. Season two to season five. Classic. Yeah. Absolutely. Because season one we don't count. <laughs> <laughs> trial run. Everybody. That was a trial run. run. That's when uh, what's the face was on there. Crazy was on there. You had to get started, you know what I'm saying? Lisa we got to start, start somewhere, right? Lisa Bonet and uh and uh Peter Parker's aunt. We got to start somewhere, man. We got to start somewhere. Yeah, different world. That's yeah, you're right though. Pe people don't mention it That's as much. Funny show. People don't mention it as much. And I'm gonna mention one more show, and nobody knows what I'm talking about when I say this because they only had one season and it wasn't like big or nothing like that, but it was on BET in like 2007, right? And it was called Somebody's. It was one season. It was like four black dudes, like on the Atlanta uh, college campus. I don't know if it was Morehouse or whatever, but that show is fucking hilarious. You can find it on like right. iTunes or something like that. It. You can you can find it on one season. It. Okay, so since y'all said that, I don't know if y'all know about this one, but the greatest black sitcom ever. <laughs> On Nickelodeon, <laughs> my brother and me. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, my it's, it's, cousin Peter was a show too. Like, yeah, I think I think King and Kale might have that that oh, in the bag. Uh, Kale, even okay. though I think Drake and Josh was better, but that's not even important. But I don't think that Kenan's funny either. So, hey, you know that. Like, Ooh, uh, the SNL. Um, <sighs> I don't, first of all, SNL need to be banned off TV. First of all, wow. Um, first of all, don't nobody don't nobody care about SNL. Nobody. No, I only care I, about it when there's black. I'll just watch. I was about to say we need more representation. And if there's a black person on there, I'll watch it. I don't. I don't think even we need like more you black saying, writers too. Yeah, I, I don't even. I think the the it's like systemic or something like that. Like SNL, SNL. Like even if it was more black writers or whatever. Like uh, what's his name? Uh, Michael Shea. Like mm -hmm. he's a writer on and one of the hair writers on there. And I still don't think it's funny. And I think he's hilarious. 
Because I just did don't you see think... Michael Shea? Did you see that damn uh that damn Shea? That the most recent one? No, he got a um he has the a, first one. He has a sketch comedy show on HBO Max now. You're right. You're right. I did Hilarious. see some of the episodes. I did see Hilarious. That. Yeah, you're absolutely but right. SNL is like mm. And it's funny because I've been like writing sketches lately since I've been at home. Like I'm not in a rush to go back to the stage since I got my newborn. Uh, but I've been writing sketches and stuff, so I've been watching a whole bunch of different shows. So, Joy, hey, if you're trying to be in some sketches, call me, boy. Let call me know. Me. Yes. I'm gonna uh, DM you uh, when we get off of this or whatever, and we could uh, exchange info. Cause yes, I love this. This year we getting to it. I love to see it. Um, wow, this has been awesome. This has been awesome. I hope that people have listened. Um, I hope they join the conversation on over on Instagram because uh comedy is a beautiful thing, y'all. Um, I feel like what y'all do is y'all deposit seeds into people's lives, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm always telling people, you know, you gotta provide value, provide value, and like you know, doing what y'all do is providing people's value. Um, especially after the last two years that we've had, it's been <laughs> so ghetto. Oh my god. Um and comedy has really, you know, just comedy is a beautiful thing. Um, mm-hmm. because like we don't want to, you know, everything that we've experienced these past two years, nobody wanna be serious all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Have heavy and consume heavy content. So like I salute what you guys are doing. Y'all are um, you know, listen, nobody send me hate mail for saying this. I understand <laughs> that it's not the same, but I feel like comedians are frontline workers. Absolutely. You know, Granny, you're not in the, the hospital and all of that, but I don't have to be. A Bible say, but my Bible say that laughter. Huh? <laughs> Come on, somebody. Praise God. Praise. So, nah, for real. Uh, comedy is a beautiful thing, and I think we just need to we need to laugh a little bit more. Oh, one final thing. One final thing. How do how do y'all feel about um com- censorship in comedy? Because I think that's important. Terrible. Fuck all that. <laughs> okay. That'd be my it's last terrible. curse word for the show. <laughs> You can't censor me, man. You can't. You can't censor me. You funny think you're funny. This thing is going too far. Um, um <laughs> go ahead, Dave. I only <laughs> the only time I think it's too far is when a white person say nigga. That's it. Anything else, I'm cool with. Okay. Anything else, I'm cool with. Because then I got to fight. People you. say that's super hypocritical, right? I'm okay with that. We all okay. hypocrites. <laughs> we all hypocrites, okay. one way or another. So it's cool. <laughs> what about you, Joy? I don't like it. Um, at all, because I feel like that is the problem with, uh, um, we talked about, oh, old Kevin Hart or old, old Richard Pryor, blah, blah, blah. They were old Eddie old, Murphy. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh, old, old Eddie Murphy. Old, Bernie. Them, them Def Jam days. They were able to really break through because they didn't, they were not as censored as we are now. Cancel culture is terrible. I hate it. Um, but when it when it comes to censoring a comedian, that's just like telling a doctor, oh, just do surgery on this one part, mm-hmm. but don't go to my other ligaments or whatever, because I'm ashamed of what you might find, <laughs> or I'm ashamed of what may be exposed within my own self. Mm-hmm. Comedy is introspective. No matter what, when that comedian is on stage, you either agree with it, you either disagree with it, or it prompts you to want to learn more, right? Thanks. No matter what the subject is, no matter what the experience is, it is not for you to make a, an assumption or a conclusion about who that person is. They are just the, um, not even the messenger, but they are just the tool, uh-huh. not a hoe. 
the right. vessel, baby, the vessel. Thank you, the vessel. Thank you, Brother Dave. <laughs> That's just the vessel of the moment to get you to think about something. And it's not just one joke. It's multiple jokes and one set. When you dwell on one part, get it together. Like, mm -hmm. we're human as well. Um, and I just think censorship blocks the healing part of what we do as comedians. I think people just subject us to the laughter portion, not understanding that laughter provokes healing. Mm -hmm. And the healing part is, oh, maybe because I'm offended at that, maybe I need to check something within myself. Mm -hmm. Maybe because I'm sad about that, maybe I need to go back to a place where I was traumatized and I need to revisit that place because I hid that place. Mm -hmm. So people don't like to put in the work or do the work. And us as comedians, we're just supposed to make you laugh. Oh, God, 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 God. No, mm -hmm. no, there's a healing element to what we do, to who we are. So much so that we put ourselves, like you said, on the front line. We're willing to expose our insecurities. We're yeah. Monique talking about her being fat. Do y'all think she was just at home like, woo, I <laughs> love being fat. I love eating chicken. I love that I might have diabetes every day, every time I go. No, uh -huh. those are insecurities that we choose to highlight because we want to bring freedom to somebody else. Yeah. So when mm. comedians talk about rape, when comedians talk about their gay experiences, and when what? it gets to the point of um, bashing another person, I agree. You need to be held accountable to what you are saying, mm. but don't censor people. Yeah. Don't do that. You better come in here and preach the sermon. The gospel. sermon. the gospel. And I'll I'll make my final statement on that as far as like cancel culture. I think I lied when I said my last cursing word was five minutes ago. That shit is fake. That shit is only for social media because when you at the show and you in person, you sitting there and you dealing with that shit. You quiet. You're not everybody on Twitter and shit is real vocal and they can say what they want to say and pick apart what you said in your special or whatever. But when you at the club, you at the comedy show or whatever, you sitting there and you dealing with it. There's been plenty of times where I've been on stage and I've made some people leave. I'm cool with that. I take that. I, I I write that down and I hold that dear, near and dear to my heart. Like I said something that moved you enough to make you move out of your seat and leave the venue. I'm cool with that. You're going to get canceled with this episode, but that's okay. Praise um, God. <laughs> but no, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all coming through. Um, before we leave, um, you know, we love we love our photo culture comedians and our black comedians, but I just want to give a shout out to the late great Bob Saget as well. And the late uh, and the late great Betty White. Um, yes, they sir. Us some amazing moments. And they Billy brought Portier. <laughs> Sydney, Port Sydney Portier. We talked about him last week, though. We talked about him okay. last week. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, I just wanted to shout out these them white folks real quick. I, was had, I had to put some niggas in there. I'm sorry. Because, yeah. you know, we still love, we still love, you know, we, we love a good uh white comedian every once in a while. Or, you know, regardless of where you came from, um, regardless of where you grew up, you knew what the Full House was and you knew what the Golden Girls was. Uh -huh. But uh, where can Thank people Thank you for you? being a friend. Where can people find y'all on uh, social media? You can find me, uh, my personal page at the T H E dot Lord Dave. Uh, and you can find my business page. Shout out to the corner classic uh, at the T H E dot corner classic. That's my business. That's where I produce comedy shows, produce music, produce live events, merchandise, 
all the above. So pull up to the corner classic. Joy, where can people find you for now? Because we we rebranded. <laughs> <laughs> for now, you can find me at T H E E. That's the underscore J O R on all media platforms. So that's Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. And yeah, that's where I be rocking. I'll be rolling. I'm on YouTube too, but I'm kind of, um, like he said, I'm in a rebrand. So I'm redoing a lot of stuff uh, with my YouTube channel. All right. Y'all go follow, follow, follow. And make sure you just you go follow her, especially right now, because when she changes her <laughs> stuff, I don't want y'all to say y'all can't find her on the internet. <laughs> this has been another week of For the Culture. I appreciate y'all for listening. Make sure that you share. Make sure you save. Make sure you subscribe and all of that. And we will see you back here next week. Catch y'all later. I'm out of here.